Welcome back once again to the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast, the show where I try to make today's show the best show I've ever done on the app for the little guys with big voices to make their dreams a reality. Anchor. <laughs> for those who missed it yesterday, I had four guests on the show yesterday. Uh, Oz, we started off with Oz, a video game, Osnots, tournament commentator, or caster as they're called in the community. Then we had Louis Lazalon for a quick touch base from the other side of the pond. We had Osro Hepworth, my Californian connection, giving me the sunshine from California and all the positivity that comes with it. And of course, we finished off yesterday with an amazing conversation I had with a very unique individual, Gypsy Clipper, a mobile dog groomer who's coming to an American city near you starting next year and starting on Monday. She is starting her very own podcast here on Anchor. Go back and check out the segments from yesterday if you missed any. And also be sure to check my Instagram. Uh, I did a post for this episode uh, that I'm speaking about. And I've included all the uh, people, all the guests' tags there so you can find them easily. You should go follow them on Instagram right now. Right now. Right now. Believe you me, you are 100% going to want to follow my first guest of the day today as her Instagram is filled with incredible pictures of beautiful women, beautiful, powerful women, taking in a very natural yet vivid way. Boudoir photographer Corinne at Wonderland Boudoir was gracious enough to let me talk to her while she was on a road trip home in Texas. And let's just say I got a complete re-education on the true meaning of boudoir and the true therapeutic benefits of having pictures taken of you by somebody else, like a professional-ish person that knows what they're doing, could have. Even if no one else ever sees these pictures, you guys got to listen to this conversation. It was so powerful. Uh, she downloaded the app in specifically because I asked her specifically to talk to me, and I couldn't be more humbled by it. Go and follow Wonderland Boudoir on Instagram. There will be a link in the title of the next segment of the in, of the call that I do with her. Now we were having some difficulties, as you will hear, but luckily that kind of works out in my favor because I get to play some songs in between the different segments that we did. So, go follow her. She's gonna be posting some incredible pictures that she's only teased about so far. And and you know you're gonna, I know you're gonna love all these pictures and you gotta support her. She is doing big things in helping women come out of their shells. I don't wanna give too much away here, but um, I'm almost glad that I had some misconceptions about boudoir photography and stuff like that uh it is not the same as like the lady marmalade uh, uh moulin rouge um what's that called not boudoir but um well you know what i'm talking about it's not the same thing at all you guys gotta listen to this the conversation it's so powerful 
but she definitely helped clarify the whole thing and show the power of pictures. So stay tuned, my talk with the wonderful Wonderland Boudoir Corinne is coming up right after this. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Oh, jeez, man, nothing, man. We're just hanging out and stuff. You wanna get home? Don't be scared, homie. Stop it, motherfucker! Stop it! Happy Nick's antics inside the octagon fuck with a lot of people's heads. And Robin's like, what the fuck is he talking about? What does that even mean? Yeah, exactly. And then the entire time the fight is going on. Like, what, bitch? What you gonna do, bitch? What you gonna do, bitch? And then you hit him. Oh, bitch, I just stunned you, bitch. He did act right. Now I am the kind of guy. The destroyer of girls. Are you all ready, Dad? We shall never surrender. Whatever the cops may be. Yeah, that's a million to fuck it I'm not Nick Diaz. I'm the Nick Diaz of Knox. Welcome to the show. Hello? There we are. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Hey, absolutely no worries. I'm sorry for the uh, complications, but uh, I, I figured you would have turned your microphone on already anyways. But uh... No, because that would have made too, too much sense. <laughs> Corinne, it's so nice to, uh, to talk to you. Everybody, this is Corinne at Wonderland Boudoir on Instagram. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I am fired up. This is my... I think my fifth call of the day. Now this one we're going to be publishing. We're going to be publishing this tomorrow, but uh, I have talked to about five different people today, so it has been fantastic connecting with all these different people from all around the world. And uh, I just got off the phone with a woman who does mobile dog grooming. Now that's interesting, right? Yeah. She travels America in her. Um, uh, van that's meant for like 26 people and she's converted it into like a mobile or she's converting it into a mobile grooming rig and she's just going to travel America and groom dogs you know what I wish you would groom mine he smells like garbage right now <laughs> well I'm sure she'll be coming to a town near you soon <laughs> enough she's in Illinois right now getting everything ready but where oh. are you located well, I'm located in Dallas, but I am headed back home to Austin right now, so I have a little bit of time. Texas girl. Yeah, yeah military bride. You know how we feel. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, one of my uh, best friends on Anchor. I've been on. I've been broadcasting here daily since September second, and I've met a whole crew of amazing people. And, and there's an active ser uh, serving lieutenant in the Coast Guard. I think I got that right. Lieutenant Graham Sherman. So thank uh, uh, your husband and uh, uh, Graham Sherman for their service, of course, and happy Thanksgiving uh, to you and everybody in America. Uh, as a Canadian, we celebrated weeks ago, so I've got my turkey belly under control now. Um, so that's great. 
but we, one of the reasons I've, I've been hyping this up, I have been keeping your identity a secret. I have no idea why, but you're the third person that <laughs> I, I've managed to convince to download this app and, and talk to me, uh, having not really known about the app before talking to me essentially. Um, but uh, how did you hear about the app originally? Well, it's crazy. I think like that day or maybe the day before, I was listening to The Breakfast Club and Gary Vee, who I love, and I love, I love The Breakfast Club. Yeah, um, he came on there and he was speaking about Anchor. And so I wrote it down, um, but I hadn't thought about it. And then you mentioned it. And I'm like, okay, maybe this is a sign. So <laughs> very interesting. He spoke about it very highly. So I wanted to check it out. So I'm glad that you had mentioned the app again. So um, whenever I have a chance, since it's the first time, I'll have four days where I'm not doing anything. I say that now. but um, It'll fill up quick, I assure you. <laughs> it definitely will. People found out I was heading back home, so oh. I already got booked for some stuff. That's fantastic, though. Um, are you going to be taking any uh, pictures while you're home, or is this a strictly personal pleasure visit? No, yeah, I'm going to take photos because, I mean, people want to pay me, and I got some <laughs> downtime, and, you know, what can I do? So for anybody out there that has no idea who you are, what you do, um, I could do a terrible job of describing what you do, but uh, I, I wonder if you would uh, do me the pleasure of just uh, kind of explaining who you are and, and, and what you do uh, on Instagram, because that's kind of where I found you. So that seems to be your main outlet for uh, content creation. So, Yeah, of course. Well, my name is Corinne. I am a Dallas-based boudoir photographer and boudoir is essentially intimate woman's portraiture. Um, I stay on the positive side, like all women should, um, body positivity. And in my photos, I focus on strength, vulnerability, and confidence of a woman. Um, I couldn't have, you said it so perfectly. You said it so perfectly. Uh, truthfully, um, in preparation for this, I felt a little underprepared. So I watched a little like six minute documentary on boudoir actually boudoir photography which is a fantastic little like six minute documentary um but uh i was gonna say it's like um it's like sexy photos for uh your personal collection and or distribution is the way i was gonna <laughs> call it yeah um a lot of women they come in with the idea that they are going to do it as a present for their partner but usually what happens is they're doing it for themselves to feel liberated. Um, I shoot all types of different women for all types of different reasons. And a lot of people who aren't familiar with boudoir would just think it's women coming in to get sexy photos of them done. When in every single case that I personally shot, it's, it goes much deeper than that. Um, I had one lady who came in because she was doing, you know, a boudoir session uh, for her fiance. And she had lost over a hundred pounds and she never felt like she had any worth or any self-worth. Um, but here comes this guy who she met when she was, you know, you know, grossly overweight and he loved her for who she was and helped her, you know, get through this weight loss. But at no point did she ever doubt that, you know, he loved her and she wanted to give a, a thank you present to him 
but also give a present to herself to show how far she had come in her journey. That is so, such an amazing story. Honestly, like I, I, I'm, I'm huge on like weight loss transformations, all that stuff, self empowerment, and uh, you know, I think we were we were talking offline or uh, at least off air about. Um, I think I mentioned offhand. You know, I'm sure you you talked to so many people, but uh, uh, you know, I've got experience in uh, at least video, and I'm trying to break into the DSLR photography stuff, mostly just nature because. One of the things that I found even in video is finding people who want to be on video and or camera. So one of my, I was kind of wondering how you even find some of your muses, as you call them, on your Instagram, at least, or the, the women that, that come in to see you and that you get to take the pictures of. Yeah, so I definitely call them muses. I don't like the word models because with boudoir photography, um, if you're taking pictures of models, essentially what that is, it's glam. Okay. Boudoir photography is women with no experience who come in for this intimate portraiture. Um, I do have girls that come in who have done modeling. And so that's why some of their photos look, you know, really good. But then I have, you wouldn't be able to tell which, you know, going on my feed, who's a model and then who's a regular person. And I can pretty much tell you, I don't have any models on there. I may have one, but I haven't even posted her photos yet. See, that's so, surprising to me because uh, I would have said 90% of the women on your feed, you know, have done, you know, professional modeling or modeling of some sort, uh, have modeling experience, you know, are models to some degree. And it, it's actually very refreshing to hear that that is not the case. Yeah, um, I'm very lucky because you do have to build a relationship um, with the ladies that come in, mainly because they're showing you their most intimate side of themselves, rather if it's their stretch marks or if they feel heavy set or anything else. So you have to be extremely sensitive to that and to the reasons why they're coming in. But when you build that relationship with them, um, they feel I always tell them 200%. I mean, I'm sorry. If you give me 100%, I will give you 200% of me. Just trust me. You don't need to know how to pose. You don't need to know how to do anything. I love that. Just come in with an open mind and we can kill it. I love and that. And it works give every single time. Give me 100% time. I will give you 200% yeah. back. Wow. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Because, I mean... At the end of the day, boudoir photography, it's not cheap. Um, the, the photography aspect, it's not cheap. You're spending money on lingerie. Um, when people come and see me, I have the location. I have hair and makeup. They just bring their lingerie if they want to wear any. Um, but all that costs a good group of money. Um, the average boudoir session, I think, in the U.S. is wow. probably between $2,000 and $2,500. So you don't want to come in and not be fully prepared. And another thing is you don't want to come in and not trust your photographer because you're spending good money. Yeah. So you want to make sure these photos are good. So um, that's why I will give them all of who I am because I want sure them to be happy with the end Instagram, And I'm sure your Instagram is only a fraction of the pictures that you've actually taken and of the women that you've uh, even and helped. <laughs> And, and it's truly, it truly is uh, helping. Yeah. It's not just 
um, you know, taking pictures, it, uh, you know, even video and stuff like that. And the, the few people that I have taken pictures of before, you know, it, it, it can be very therapeutic. Uh, and I think that's what you're talking about. It's very empowering, very therapeutic, very um, opening of the soul, if you will. And that sounds a little boo boo for some people, but camera is a camera and photos. Like I'm, I'm looking around my apartment, I'm looking at all these photos and it's, it's powerful. And especially a good photo that's, you know, got all the bells and whistles pulled out for it. And uh, it's so amazing to hear that you're... Hope you're enjoying the conversation so far. I just want to say I'm going to play one song and then we're getting right back to the conversation. Stay tuned. Nick Diaz of Knots. Corinne. Hi. I don't know what happened. I have, like, perfect signal, so... You know what? You're in a moving car. I assume you're driving right now still, right? Yeah. That's it. All I was worried that maybe the cell phone reception, you know, you'd be going through towers. I don't ne- necessarily know all the ins and outs, but I was concerned that a moving car might make some issues, but it was perfect up until then. So uh, let's just hope it was a little flub in the system and let's just maybe. keep on going. Okay. I apologize. Oh, it's, it's no problem whatsoever. I apologize for all the, the complications today. <laughs> You should be focusing on driving and getting to your destination. And I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to talk to me and help educate me and also my listeners on what boudoir truly is. Yeah, I'll definitely do that going 85. <laughs> gotta love so I, I got to ask you, like I've got, you know, I've definitely gone through your uh, Instagram and checked out a lot of the pictures and I've definitely got some of my favorites. I've definitely commented on some of them, and that's how we were connected. <laughs> um, but I was, I've, I've been wondering, like, do you have a favorite shoot, at least that you've posted on Instagram, and maybe a favorite that you haven't posted? Um, or are they all kind of equal they're because all they're all different? Kind and of my favorite. Yeah. Um, so there's one shoot where, because um, I will put you know, some stuff on my personal Facebook page, you know, just to try to get like, you know, where people are coming from, you know, like how, you know, test the waters, if you will. I love it. So um, I did a style boudoir shoot um, out in New York. So um, I did a model call for someone who, um, and I, I call it a model call, but someone who's not really a model. It's what you but have who, to call it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, a lot of the problem, especially when you're in Texas, right? Um, a lot of women um, are on the more conservative side, so no, they in will. Texas? <laughs> well, okay. So when you're in like <laughs> places like Dallas and Houston and Austin and San Antonio, you get like very liberated people. But at the same time, um, especially in Dallas, it's like the headquarter city everywhere. Mm. So every has these like job titles like I shoot rocket scientists I shoot like women in politics um so they even if they'll give me permission to show their body um I don't have permission to show their face and sometimes you can create a better connection when you show their face right of course um so I decided okay I'm gonna go out to New York um I was shooting men's fashion week out there for um some influencers based out of Dallas. So I did a call out there. Um, a very beautiful, dark-complected girl hit me up. I said, okay. So I took her photos. 
And those things went viral all over Facebook and everywhere. Um, so, but I haven't posted them on Instagram yet. And I did send it to magazines because that helps you get your name out a lot too. And um, but you've been I, in magazines. Your pictures have been in magazines. I've seen, I've seen your story. And so everybody, you got to go follow Wonderland Boudoir, all one word on Instagram and, and check out the story. Uh, so you have been in magazines. Are the digital magazines? Are they real magazines? Like like paper magazines? Yeah, but, yeah, both digital and print. Fantastic. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but with hers, I had about maybe close to twenty different magazines pick them up. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's why I haven't posted yet. But in dis- and I have in another girl. Her name is Michelle. Now, so the girl can, can, I, can I ask, because uh, you posted a little preview thing in your story that I commented on with the, the blue nails is what I remember. Uh, is that the same woman? Yes, yes, yes. But I haven't even posted her best photos yet. Okay, okay. But yeah, that was I'm one of the magazines. That's the same woman that, that you're talking about there for my own Yeah. Story. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that photo that you saw, that wasn't even the one that went viral. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, her and another girl. Um, so, that's um, Ayana, the one that you're talking about. And then okay. Michelle, you'll know her as soon as you see it. Um, I have another friend. Actually, Danielle. So, if everyone's, like, looking at my Instagram right now, there's um, a girl. <laughs> She's in, like, a cream, like dress um she's actually so when nick reached out to me i thought you were part of double toasted because there's another guy named nick diaz who's a part of that community (laughs) so i thought you were him and so i was so excited because i hadn't like been inside like the community of double toasted but i still like talked to a lot of those guys and danielle the girl in the um cream dress that's on my page right now she's she's a big part of that community so um well, I'm sorry to disappoint you that I'm not part of that group. But, uh... <laughs> no, 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 that's perfectly fine. I was like, because a lot of them, you know, we talk a lot. So, um, but Double Toasted is um, a really, it's pretty much like a famous like podcast or whatever. And okay. it's based out of Austin. Oh, so, um, yeah, yeah. That's so I thought you want to be a part of that crew and community. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's all about like new, movies and stuff like that so but nonetheless yeah um i totally forgot where it was oh so danielle she was um the girl that i shot that you'll see um so there's this beautiful place in austin that you would have never known it was there in this middle of this like suburban neighborhood and in the backyard it's like the never-ending story okay so (laughs) it's gorgeous and so i shot michelle and i've always wanted to shoot like an outdoor french tub but instead of putting flowers in there i was like how pretty would it look with like lemons and oranges and grapefruits and stuff like that so wow i did that she got picked up everywhere too um so uh, that's what you know i can't wait to take on, on, on that say it again what a unique take on 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 that vision and that that's that's another reason why i really wanted to talk to you is just you know just with my experience with photography and vide- videography and um, I-, I feel like I-, I might see details and pictures that, you know, uh, a regular viewer or somebody uh, looking at the picture might not see. And I see such little details, attention to detail in your, your photography. And, and uh, it's just fascinating to hear your process 
and how it how it evolved because you you originally like I always wanted to shoot a French tub outside and you know, you were probably originally thinking with flowers and then you saw it and you're like well what if I did this and it turned out to be even better than you could have ever imagined. Yeah, um, yeah, and so my and this is what I tell everyone and I'm sorry I'm a super spiritual person so people think I'm a hippie I'm sorry I did grow up in Austin <laughs> so. But I told myself and I like made a promise to God, like I wanted to push myself completely out of my comfort zone. Um, I didn't want to be complacent in who I was or in, you know, what I was creating. So I just started doing things that I kind of thought maybe other people, it didn't make sense or I was too scared to shoot because of what I thought other people's perception of who they thought my art was. And I'm like, why am I putting myself in my own box or, you know, putting up my own hurdles? So this year I started becoming more experimental with my work and being more truthful to myself, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And so I started to see my work blossom and me blossom. And then my account blew up. I went, I don't know what happened, but like, (laughs) I just started getting more and more people. But when I started taking more risk in what I was doing, um, I started seeing a benefit um, in it. So um, I feel like I'm going to yeah, then- Gary V on you a little bit here, but it, it's not really, I mean, it, to other people, it might seem risky and, and maybe originally it might've seemed risky, but in your heart, you knew that you were following your heart and that, that eventually paid off. Right. Like yeah, should. absolutely. Absolutely. And I tell people this all the time. And I was like, I need to take, you know, my own medicine, that complacency is the killer. Um, And so I didn't want to, and I had to change my photography too, um, because I wanted to express more emotion. And um, I wanted to be more evocative. I wanted people to feel like they could be that person in the photo, you know, Amazing. Um, I wanted to connect with whoever might be looking at this picture, whether it's today, tomorrow, or 10 years from now. Yeah, exactly. Um, And another thing I wanted to do, um, of course, is show more women of color because a lot of women of color are not represented um, in boudoir or a lot of art period. This year, I've seen it like just explode and I'm so happy for that. but I make sure I get most of my clients who are like, you know, um, black, African-American, Asian, um, especially dark skin, Asian, uh, dark skin, Latina, they come to me um, when they find out who I am, what I look like, <laughs> um, because they feel more comfortable in a way that someone who has their same complexion or even darker would be able to, um, you know, capture them. So um, it well, is trust, helpful. right? Like it's, like, it, it, yeah. they, they, they feel they, they can trust you. Just like you were saying um, earlier, uh, the, the person needs to trust their photographer if you're going to have any success of, you know, capturing something truly beautiful. Yeah. And I think it's, um, especially for women of color, especially, you know, being natural with everything that they are, um, it's important for them to see, I always tell people representation matters. Um, So I want people to see reflections of themselves so they begin to feel better about themselves. Um, Now, how can I say this? Um, Forget it. I totally forgot where I was going with that. (laughs) But just you saying the reflection of yourself, my first thought, and I don't know if you 
you're big on movies. I, I used to be huge on movies. And my first thought was Neo when he goes back into the matrix and he does, he loses all the holes in his body and his bald head. And he, and he, he's, he's this representation of what he thinks he should look like or what he believes he looks like. And it's like, you're helping people figure that out and capture that. And that's so powerful. Yeah. Um, and I often, and this is, I will never take this for granted. Um, but I often get women tell me that this is the most beautiful they ever felt when they're shooting with me. And so that's what I like to go for. I want them to see themselves the way that the rest of the world sees themselves or sees them. Because I feel like, and I always tell women, look at the photos like you're looking at someone you don't know. Um, because then you start seeing something completely different because you will, and as people, we focus on our flaws because we see them every day. And we judge and ourselves I, and we're, we're hard on ourselves because, you know, that's just who we are as most people. We're like, I'm, I'm probably the most critical of myself in this podcast than, than anybody else that, that has ever listened to this. And I'm, I'm sure you're the most critical of your photos more than anybody else. Yeah, uh, trust and believe me. And the first thing I do is I can spot everything that I wish I had done differently. But at the same time, when you're looking at it, you're seeing a completely different image than what I'm seeing. But you're not looking at it from the point of, you know, you're just enjoying it. You're not looking at it to criticize it. And I think we all do that. And I'm still working on that myself, you know. We all are. Yeah, <laughs> I get, yeah, you're right. We all are. I think so so. The, the ones that have realized that we got to start working on it, I think we are all we're all working on it. I don't know if it ever ends, but uh... yeah, and but that's that's the beauty about art and and just about life in itself. Um, yeah. And I tell my friend this all the time too. You have to trust in the struggle of everything that you've gone through. Um, don't take it for granted because the moment that you do, don't learn from what you need to. And, um, but, and that's what I've learned a lot through my art as well this year. Just learning lessons from, from all the, the different experiences you've had. Yeah. And how to respond to that. Cause you can you know? respond. Cause there's, there is a right and a wrong way to respond. There's not necessarily a right way or wrong way to live, but you can respond, I guess, negatively or positively, um, to, to situations. So. Yeah, and I always have to think before I respond to something, how how is this going to impact me in a year or five years? If it's not going to be something that, yeah, if it's not going to be a long-run issue, <laughs> just do what you need to do and move on. Take the L, take the learning lesson, and just, like, That's move exactly on to the what I one. say. There is no loss. It's win or learn. Yeah, Absolutely. And uh, believe and and I mean, it sounds like uh, you've listened to a lot of Gary V potentially as well, because um, he he talks about all this stuff. You know, he talks about you know, you know. Uh, I love what was that a boot. A boot? <laughs> I love second a boot. Canadian call that I've gotten today. Actually, somebody called me out for saying a too much, and uh, yeah. Oh really? <laughs> well, I'm sure I'll say something that people are me like, yeah. She I'm sure somebody Texas. else might have picked so. something out, but uh, I haven't heard anything yet. So <laughs> um, that's fantastic. Though. Um, so you've never done a podcast before. This is kind of your first introduction to audio, right? Like, 
Yeah, like I was doing like some type of co- podcast on okay. uh, SoundCloud, but I hadn't done that in like two years. And the only other time I've like been on like a podcast or done the video thing is with oh, Double nice. Toasted. So, you, so um, you have been on Double Toasted. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have just one time and it's crazy. I was on there one time and then people recognized me and I'm like, okay, this I was on there one time for like five minutes. So let me, you know not do that they're like hey what's up corinne i'm like this is so weird i can't imagine always or, being or, on the or show, even but... a bigger show i can't like like i apologize i actually haven't heard of this uh the show before but i'm believe you me i'm gonna go check it out right after this um i'm fascinated by yeah, by a different podcast that. different i don't know if we're calling it podcasts radio shows what, it, what whatever it is anymore but uh um, I'm fascinated by all the different takes on shows and stuff like that. I've listened to over a thousand Joe Rogan podcasts, so he's kind of my main man for podcasting. But, um, you know, it's fascinating to see other takes. Yeah, that's, I've never listened to Joe Rogan. I know who he is, and I've seen, like, clips. Um, I just – I work full-time, too, so I do um, strategic financial analysis yeah. – um, so all I have time to do is like listen to like the Breakfast Club and then like really trashy podcasts. You gotta have your fun. We all have to I have, have our to. fun. Come on now. Yeah. I love listening to cheaters <laughs> get caught. You know, that's my favorite thing. Oh, um, but yeah, but no. Um, but as yeah, but as far as like you know, boudoir photography, I just absolutely love and, it. I love and how doing long it. have you been um, doing the boudoir photography for? Well, um, I started getting serious about it in 2014. Um, prior to that, I to me asking me if I if I'll do it. I'm like, oh, why would I want to shoot someone in their underwear? That's weird, you know. But I did it one time because someone, someone was like begging me to do it, and I just fell in love with it because it's a experience. Um, I, you know, shooting. <laughs> um and weddings weddings will take all but with boudoir I... now i apologize here you seem to be cutting out a little um, has no, really that's okay i don't know what's happening oh i'm there, sorry but... oh i can hear you are you still there oh Oh no, I feel like And we have Corinne back on the line. I'm sorry. I don't I can hear you perfectly. It's so crazy. It is I wish you could hear what I was hearing because I feel like I'm tripping out here because your voice all of a sudden goes slow like this. Really? Yeah, it's I so strange. Perfectly. Even when you're like, I think I lost you. I'm like, no, I'm right here. Oh man, and then it just ended. I didn't even end it myself. Like it just finished, it just closed the recording. So it wasn't even um, my doing. It might have been my phone. So I apologize, but I'm glad I got you back here. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to your listeners. I'm no, so it's okay. It's actually probably going to work out a little better. Um, it's going to be more bite sized so I can play some music in between, you know. Um, and that's the beauty. I, I don't know how much you know about Anchor, and I mean, I you, know you, nothing about Anchor. <laughs> you, you, I'll, you've been educating me on boudoir, and I feel like I truly have gotten a 
much better understanding of boudoir and especially of what you do in your process. And we will definitely get back to that. But of course, have to do my part to educate you and whoever else might be out there that has no idea what Anchor is or what we're talking about here. But Anchor, they call it Radio Reinvented. And I think the reason they call it that is because I can play whatever song I want as long as it's on uh, Apple Music. Well, I have Apple Music, but if you had Spotify, whatever you want, you can play. So um, what I was going to ask you, actually, is if there's a song or an artist that you're listening to right now, I can definitely play that in between some of these segments after this whole thing. Is there anybody you listening to right now? Um, who do I listen? I love, I love like Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. Um, who else do I love? You know, Kendrick Lamar, the J. Cole, the Eminem, the Nosses. Gotcha, gotcha, know, gotcha. J. Park, you know. Okay, okay. So very hip hop, very, I would say conscious hip hop, but, um, well, I still like my Cardi B's, you know. I, I okay. have like ten percent ratchet. Don't get it wrong, you know. Okay. No, but yeah, um, but yeah, those are like kind of my go-to artists. Love it, I love it. Um, I'm trying to think right now. I've been playing way too much EDM on my station. I, I originally thought my station was going to be, you know, all about video games and heavy metal music and. Boy, has it evolved from there. Let me tell you, I might have a controller in my name, but uh, I it is very rare that I actually talk about video games on my station anymore. So um, I, I'm actually very happy that it, it I, you know I get to talk to so many interesting people um, like yourself today. But uh, I actually today I actually got to talk video games, and I, I that's probably why I'm so jazzed up still. At, whatever time it is right now, like six or seven. Oh, it's all right. It's not even six. Look at that. That is fantastic. So, uh, but yeah, anchor, it works off Apple music. You can place, you, you could, you could start a podcast tomorrow and it could be all, all your favorite music just, and whoever wants to listen to your music will listen to it and uh, it, it, it'll go down in history. Um, or so it, it's kind of like the radio, like if I turn into like, you know, I don't know, I don't listen to the radio anymore. So I don't know the stations that like exactly. traditionally, if you're talking and then they'll play some music in between time and then like go back to the conversation. It's just like that. That is exactly what I do on my station. Oh, interesting. So I, I, I've done a, I, I've created a little intro podcast intro thing. And truthfully, I did it in the most like blue collar way. I don't know how else to describe it. Just like roughneck way. I just stood at my TV, recorded all these different sound clips from cartoons, from Joe Rogan, from UFC guys and stuff. And then I kind of put some epic music over top of it. And that's what starts the show off every day. And uh, oh. I've, I've just hit 840 unique listeners of that intro. So we're, we're coming up on the, But yeah, we can play any music. So what I generally do, and Anchor records in five-minute segments. So it kind of it's kind of like Twitter. It kind of restricts. We figured it out. Yeah, I was like, the last time it happened, I was like, I bet you that it has to do with this damn truck. And it <laughs> certainly was, because it passed me again. And I'm like, oh my God, I bet it's going to go out. 
and it did. So yeah, it's like this huge like lumber truck. No so, getting through that. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm in a, like I'm passing through a major city, so I knew it wasn't. It didn't have anything to do with the reception except this guy. And I'm in the worst traffic. I've been going. 30 miles per hour for the last like 45 minutes so 30 miles per hour is like 60 i think here so that's really i think so i think so my math might be off a little bit i'm trying to look at my odometer my speedometer in my head here i can't remember what it is you guys don't have kilometers down on your speedometers right no, I think we use the <laughs> Imperial, okay? I don't know. Like, I don't understand this whole gram thing. I'm like, wait, okay, let's do this in ounces because I don't know what's going on. So, uh, who was it? There, there, there's another station on here, um, a guy I've met named Louis Basil. Louis, this is your shout-out, buddy. And uh, he's, he's a great guy from England. And uh, – a lot of the uh, stations and personalities people on here are from uh, the States. Uh, so a lot of the references are in miles and all that stuff. So every now and then uh, Louie and I have to correct people and say kilometers and uh, <laughs> you know, pounds and pounds and grams instead of ounces. Uh, oh my confuse gosh. me. How, how can there be only 12 ounces in a whatever? <laughs> No, I'm like, I don't, uh, it's, it's so, I don't know. And that's why I tell people that like drug dealers are the smartest people because they know both ounces and grams because I don't even know what that is. So, <laughs> Well, that's what Gary V says. Like Gary V says, if you, like, if they applied themselves, drug, de- like high school drug dealers could be the most successful people you ever meet. If they applied themselves to the right business and right now, like obviously drugs are probably <laughs> the wrong business to be in, you know, legally and all that stuff. But, yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, they're, they're hustlers, you know, they, they understand supply and demand. They understand ounces, grams, all that stuff. And if they would only just apply themselves, sounds like my grade school teachers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm so happy we got to do this, though. I've been looking forward to talking to you for so long, um, I guess, ever since I reached out to you and you actually responded and said yes. Um, but we were talking about Anchor and... Um, and yeah, and... I was really listening to you. You have me enthralled. <laughs> it's, it's something that I'm, I'm newly passionate about because the barriers to entry for the little guys, and that's kind of little guys and gals out there, I guess. But uh, I guess uh, the crew that I have found on here, we call ourselves, or which includes uh, women as well, but we call ourselves the little guys because we're not sponsored. We don't get paid to do this at all. And yet every day we come onto this app and put push that big scary red button that so many other people, uh, so many people every day are hitting for the first time and starting their stations. And we get to hear for the first time, you know, the little guy's ideas and opinions and thoughts. Whereas, you know, you were even saying um, you, you tried to do a podcast before you did the whole recording, then upload into SoundCloud. And then you had to be like, well, how do I get this onto the podcast apps with like a- Apple and stuff like that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, this is actually my second iteration of a, of a podcast. So I've tried that way before, you know, I've got the condenser mics, I've got the mic stands, but even five years ago when I was thinking about this, because again, I am a Joe Rogan podcast addict. 
Uh-huh. So even back then, I was thinking, I got to go mobile. I know people don't necessarily want to just come to my you know, apartment or like wherever I'm going to set up. I got to go to the interesting people so that it, the, the barriers to them talking are going to be as low as possible. And now literally I have all those microphones and everything on my phone. And it's crazy. It is crazy. I have the power of Joe Rogan essentially on my phone now. That's awesome. And that's why I, I know it's funny that you were saying this, but I was telling my mom last night, my mom, she had me when she was super young. Okay. So she's not an old lady. Okay. And I was telling her that has been the great equalizer. And with you just saying that, it just reaffirms that, you know, like it created an equal playing field for when people couldn't gain entry because of this, that, or the other reason the internet has helped, you know, clear it off and make exactly to that point, the first guy on this app that really reached out and, and he even has it in his bio, he treats everybody as if they were family and he reached out and, you know, he just said, you know, I love what you're doing. Keep going. And I think that was like three weeks in a month in of going daily. And, and this guy is who, awesome. I, who I started calling about a month ago, the unofficial ambassador of anchor. And they just redid the um, algorithm, basically not to get complicated, but the algorithm for the rankings. And now my man, yeah. Kevin touch KT is holding down the crown in the number one spot. 18-year-old college we'll guy KT. from New Jersey. Go team. Hey, more power to you. So I How learned did you about learn it about through Anchor? the same person that you learned through it, uh, learned about it, uh, Gary V, Gary Vanderchuk. And, and the, oh, the fascinating right. thing about Anchor okay. is that I, I, I've been saying low numbers. I've been saying 40. I've been saying 50%. I'm going to say now, especially with the Breakfast uh, Club uh, reference, it's got to be up to like 70% of the people on this app are here specifically because of Gary Vee. That's interesting. And you were telling me you hadn't heard of the breakfast club before, which I find amazing <laughs> well, that you haven't heard about. Uh, you know, what? Like, it's funny uh, when I first, cause last week I, I, you know, I'm on anchor way too much. But this, this is like a budding social media, and it's what I'm calling the most social media because look at what we're doing right now. When have you ever had this experience on Instagram? Yeah. On Facebook. You know what I mean? That's very true. And, and I call it the That's most social media true. as well because I'm finding it also to be an accelerator of ideas, perspectives, and just understanding between human beings because you get to connect with people. Half the people on here that I talk to – I think are over 50. Not to say that there's a lot of old people, like older people. Shut I up. apologize to everybody listening. You're not old. I know we're all young at heart. Uh, but, um, you know, and then, then uh, <laughs> of course, I get call-ins and, and calls from people who are definitely under 15. So, and those are oh, the, wow. Those are the really? They're like, hey, hey, are you there? Do you want to do a call with me? And I, I am going to do a call with them eventually. It's just, uh, I've been uh, a little busy um, doing some stuff here, trying to establish what, what the heck I'm even doing on this app. And, and that is the, that's the magic yeah. for me is, is before anchor, 
I don't know what Kevin Touch was doing, but I, you know, it's it's crazy. Now it's November. It's I can't even believe it's November twenty second, and I started I started September second. Every day, podcasting, and it has literally changed my life. Wow, you're almost you know up to that three months. Thank you so much. That's three amazing. months and, and closing in fast on the big one zero zero episode. So that's crazy. That's gonna be crazy. Wow, really? And that's the thing is all you have to do is start. If you do it once a day, it, you don't even have to do it like me. Like I kind of some guy I can't remember who it was, but that either commented or called in. And that's the other thing. I, I'm going crazy about anchor right now. I apologize, but. Um, the thing that struck me first is uh, that that uh, my first thought was, oh, my God, goodbye radio. What's the number one thing you hate about, um, like, radio, like, calling? Well, the commercials, definitely. Oh, the commercials. But they always want you to I call just... in, right? Do you know why they want you to call in? Yeah. So I, I'm, I've no. been to college twice. I've been lucky enough to go to college twice. Uh, first for television and then for marketing afterwards, after I found out, oh, there's no, there's a huge ceiling in the television industry right now. So um, at least mainstream television. And so I went back for marketing and uh, together I kind of learned that um, the reason they want you to call into st traditional radio stations, like, um, like the FMs and stuff, is because they truly... And not just you, but everybody out there, hear my words, because this is important, especially if, you're, if you've never heard of this stuff before. The reason they want you to call in and they're like, be caller 107, is because they don't know how many people are ever listening to their station. No clue. There's really? no way to tell. And the only way to tell is by taking a sample of people. And so they can say, when we do a call in, we got a hundred people in five minutes. That means that this blah, 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 and they do their marketing analytic bullshit and they, they estimate how many people are listening. Now that mixed with some home surveys and some other technological advances that have taken place. But yeah, that's why they all like every day they're like, call in now for your request. And you're like calling in and it's like busy, busy, busy. That's why. Oh, you've really dropped some so like the, knowledge on me. So the thing that blew me away, and again, I'm, I'll kind of uh, hopefully throw it back to you in a second here. But uh, the the thing that blew me away about Anchor is that you can call into any station just instantly, and there's no holding, there's no dialing, there's no ooh, am I gonna be on the air? It's I can. It's like voicemails. You just leave voicemails for your friends, for people that you meet, interesting people. Uh, who was it today? Navy vet gone therapist, now therapist, Navy vet, now therapist. That was her name. And, uh, you know, I do a, something on this app called hashtag welcome squad. And what we do is we go into the recents tab and that's basically anyone who's had the courage to hit the big scary red button and put their voice out there or do something on their station. And I kind of welcome them to, to the community and because the first day recording anything, as you can probably attest to putting anything on social, first day is generally the worst day because your anxiety is through the roof and all this stuff. Am I even, what am I even doing here? Gary told me to download this app and, and now I've got this yeah. crazy app and people are talking about stuff and 
I, I, what do I, what do I even do with this? And so for me, and again, like I said, that guy, Kevin touch, shout out Kevin, uh, he, you know, even his story, somebody published a column that he sent to somebody. He's like, Oh yes, whatever. He's probably just going to look at that and laugh or whatever. And then the guy published it on his station and he's like, yeah, holy crap. Like that's the power of this thing is this instant connections. And because it's uh, because we're talking with our voices and I was talking about this with another guy today in Santa Monica, California, Osro shout it to Osro, but I have to formulate my thoughts in real time in the most efficient, best way possible. Not necessarily for anybody out there at home, though that's the added benefit, but for you, Corinne Wonderland Boudoir. And so the listener gets the benefit of me kind of formulating these thoughts in a way that they might not have ever heard before. I apologize. As as I told you, I I think I warned you in the DMs. (laughs) I'm fired up today. I'm fired up today. No, it's perfectly, like, I love listening to people and, like, gaining knowledge. It's, I just, I really love it. Um, And so I'm having fun listening to you speak about this because I didn't know anything about it. I mean, you gave me, like, great instructions (laughs) on how to do it properly. I'd like to thank you for that. Oh, I appreciate that. I honestly kind of felt like I was blowing up your Instagram, and I apologize for that. But, uh... no, trust me some people blowing up my Instagram and okay, you well, don't even talk to that noted, list, like how I will, I will make sure to blow it up more I guess <laughs> um, but just with all this anchor talk I just wanted to say like you've been an absolute pleasure talking with and I, I it would be a disservice to everyone listening and to yourself if I did not tell you that you should start a podcast of your own you have you know a great personality that the, the topic of boudoir is is definitely interesting to to myself and i'm sure tons of people uh listening uh i guess it'll be tomorrow are are listening to this will will find it interesting and not only that but like just your connection with um femininity femininity it's such a hard word to say my goodness femininity and it it is just amazing and uh the community on here is the most supportive on social media so if I guarantee you, if you ever decide to hit that red button, to take my advice and hit that red button, just say, even if you just said, hi, I'm Corinne, I do this, send me some call-ins, ask me some questions about boudoir, I guarantee you, you will get people, and especially if I echo you on my station. Okay, well, I, you know what, I'm definitely going to take your suggestion. Um, I'll finally have four days where I'm not doing any, I, again, I say that now. Um, so I will definitely like be looking into it to see, you know, learning more about it and, you know, well, hopefully I'll be well, as good as you one day. I, I, I'm so. very, I'm very critical of myself. I don't necessarily want to, want to, uh, say that I'm the best as I am not holding the crown right now. Like my boy, Kevin touch. But you know what? have a great like voice and a great energy and that's like why I, I agree to it because I get like a lot of um strange characters in my I, DM I if, um, if I take, can I can't I can find a better word only imagine that. just just not just for the well, for all the wrong reasons you, of course 
Well, you know what? I actually have only oh, gotten so maybe two of those ever. Like, ever. Yeah, it's mainly, um, like, a, just a lot of girls or whatever, or guys who are trying to get into oh, modeling. Oh, really, really? Like, They're trying to use you as a stepping stone type of thing. Yeah, but you have, like, a great voice. Like, I don't, I'm sure people have told you that before but it's very clear and directive and so when i was listening to your podcast like within like 10 seconds i was like okay yeah this <laughs> well guy's you're legit. definitely the first so, person to call me legit and i, I truly appreciate that because i say it all the time like i am I just some guy up in canada who's screaming into his phone half the time annoying the hell out of my neighbors most definitely and uh and and yet i no. Are you also using the mic? This is literally all from my cell phone. So I even have a case on my phone. It's, it, yeah. Really? It just sounds so crystal clear. Sorry, I, I'm sure like your listeners don't want to hear this. Um, I'm just, it's just so clear to me. That's why I, I had like, I'm thinking you have like a whole setup. You have microphones like surrounding you. That, that is, is like, definitely is the next clear, level so. of this podcast that I am working towards. I have found some tech gadget things that I, I can apparently hook up those what are now useless mics to me to my phone, which is just going to be a revolution to me. I don't even I'm going to have for that day. Um, it's just going to change the whole game because, uh, like you said, if you think this is clear, this is nothing. Um, and, and I, but I, but I appreciate oh, it wow. so much. Okay. You said, you know, your listeners probably don't want to, you know, hear me talking about how clear the audio is on Anchor, but I disagree wholeheartedly because one of the things that Anchor, Anchorites, fellow Anchorites out there love to hear, including myself, is people talking about Anchor and Anchor culture and the app and, and so that's why, like, every time Gary Vee opens his mouth of Anchor, a f the flood of people come come to the, the app. And, I mean, when, when I first heard it, it was literally, he said this, he said this. Um, Gary, uh, somebody's asking him, I can't remember. I think it was the Larry King, King interview. I keep on going back between these things, but I'm just going to say it right now here, people, listeners at home who have heard me go back and forth. It's the Larry King interview that he did. And Larry King goes, you know, you're an app guy. What should, what should people be looking out for? And he goes, I got two apps for you. Musical.ly and Anchor. I'm not too sure what's going to happen with either of them, but they're definitely on my, tar uh, on my radar. And that is it. That is all he said, and I downloaded both okay. of those apps. That's interesting. See, I only thought little kids, and I know he spoke about Musical.ly a lot, and I saw that interview he did with um, Larry King. I don't recall him mentioning anchor but usually when i'm listening to Gary Vee, i'm also Me like too. cleaning or like just not actively listening because i'm editing but um yeah i find that interesting um that he said that i wish i would have caught on to it then because that larry king interview was a while ago wasn't it so At least truthfully i downloaded ago, the so. app you know again probably in july and i had a bunch of different accounts on here because again Okay. I say, and this, this is something that uh, Kevin Touch doesn't necessarily like me saying, I don't think, but the first day for people on Anchor is the worst day because especially in, unless you have an idea, like, again, that's why I'm saying you'd be perfect for this because you've already kind of got, you know, a brand, like, like Wonderland Boudoir, a name, an idea of, like, how to talk and stuff like that. But a lot of people 
download this app and aren't even thinking that they're going to be required to talk. You know what I mean? And, and so, and so originally, yeah. truthfully, I thought the station before Nick Diaz and Knotts, I thought I was going to run a station and tell the history of words, the etymology of words and where, where words like the came from. <laughs> Really no, I actually have a book about that. Like, yes, like I, I'm old school, like YouTube. And I forgot what this girl's name was, but she was this um blonde Russian girl. And she was probably like one of the most famous people on YouTube at that time. But that's what her channel was. She would like dress up super sexy, right? And then teach people that how to pronounce fantastic. the words and what their words meant. That, and how that do you... reminds me of another, and this is the thing. Yeah, that, this, this is, is like. The acceleration that I'm talking about. You say that. Um, woman about teaching people how to say different words and it sparks a thought in my brain and so I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this link and I'm gonna t try to post it on my Instagram as well for everybody at home but uh, there's a guy on YouTube I think he lives in Holland but this guy I can't remember what they call it, these type of people but he can speak well over 20 languages fluently and there are a couple of videos where he runs into other people who can also speak 20 plus languages and the conversation I'm getting goosebumps. I, I in some ways I wish this was video cause I could like prove that I'm getting goosebumps talking about this video because it impacted me so much. These two humans who they, like this guy just lives on this. He's a tourist, like a uh, artist guy, just like a cartoon character, like cartoon caricature guy. And, and then he loves talking to people in, in whatever language. And that's how he's picked up all the languages and the conversation that is he hundred <laughs> IQ. Okay, and like so they, how they can go you back and forth and, and they like in different languages and it's all like translated at the bottom, but they in different languages. They're like, Well, do you speak Belarusian? Do you speak Chinese? And this is all in their whatever language. So in Mandarin, they're like, Do you speak Mandarin? And they're like, Yes, I speak Mandarin in Mandarin. And the conversation just evolves in such this crazy way. And that to me is the power of the internet. Yeah, that's incredible. I will definitely have to check that yeah, out. That would no, absolutely. Blow my mind. Absolutely. There's video. I mean, we could, I'm sure we could talk for hours about the, the incredible videos and the incredible content that people are making and putting out there. And the, really the incredible people that yeah. are out there doing this stuff. But I have you yeah. on and you're an incredible person doing incredible things for women <laughs> Uh, I guess only in America so far? Um, I mean, I'm open to travel, you know, when I start getting out there more. I'm, you know, yeah, my, I was born in the military, so wow. we traveled all, all around the world. So wow. that's what the game plan is, um, hopefully. And my friend told oh, me how I can get my dog on plane with me. So my dog and I. <laughs> yes, eh? <laughs> you know what like not to like deviate from the conversation but canadian people is it the o's and the u's like together is that what the sound difference is because it's like house root. and root and, i say i say like, some, some words normally and... or quote-unquote normally but then there's um there's definitely words i'm trying to think of canadian words about i've been told a boot uh, again it you know, I feel like in the middle of conversation, <laughs> I get very Sorry, Canadian because 
I just get into the flow and it just it just comes out. So definitely feel free to call me on any Canadian words that I say. But the A yeah. is is a hard <laughs> A for sure. No, it's like yeah, it's very interesting. My one of my ex boyfriends was Canadian, but he I never I think he was maybe more Americanized. So yeah. maybe that's why I never noticed it. But then when I was watching GTV, a lot of the shows are like Canadian based. I think a lot of them are yeah. out of like Toronto and Vancouver. And I'm like, they would say house all the time and it would <laughs> irk my nerves. I'm like, why? Is that I love that. that. I love that phrase, irk my right nerves. Now. Okay. Uh, describes it perfectly. I was like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. I mean, but you have a lot of enthusiasm in your voice, so it doesn't bother me. I don't know if it's just like the way they have to well, if, 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 speak if on it's television. Well, if it's yeah, using... they're putting it on hard. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, there's a okay, show okay. right now. It's this, it's not Trailer Park Boys. It's another comedy show out there. And they, they started doing YouTube videos, and then they got picked up to do a television show. I can't remember the name of it right now. But they always, like, that's why Canadian tele like, Canadians don't really, most Canadians don't really like Canadian television, to, to be honest. It's, um, and truthfully, and here's another <laughs> media marketing thing that a lot of people outside of Canada, and even inside of Canada, do not know. In Canada, by the art, uh, CRTC, the Canadian Radio Television Broadcasting people that regulate everything there's something called can con do you have you ever heard of that yes it's no, short for can -Con. canadian content okay and it specifies that i can't remember okay. it's been years since i graduated and i'm not in the industry so i have no reason to know this but i know that there is a percentage and it is over i want to say it's over 50 percent of the material that you air has to be made in Canada. Oh, I believe that. Um, is it because like just there's a lot of yeah. like American it's type of entertainment Canadians. It's out to there. protect the content, the, the would-be and potential and current content creators of Canada, supposedly. But I believe that um, when I was doing Airbnb, I had um, some older German people. They were actually professors um, staying with me, and they were telling me how they have the same thing in Germany. That, it, but, and I could be wrong about this percentage, but I believe they said on the radio they have to have wow. it at least thirty percent. I thought it was German Canada music. that had these like crazy yeah. restrictions and stuff. But what we get with that, because it's government-sanctioned art, essentially, is a lot of not good stuff. And, and so that's why, it, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you ever saw it, if you even appreciated it, and it's totally cool if you didn't, but Trailer Park Boys was a revolution for Canada, in my opinion. No, you've never, never heard, heard of it before. I'll have Trailer to, Park you Boys know. As a show yeah. or movie or anything. Listen, <laughs> I'm in Texas. I hear the word Trailer Park at least once a day, okay? But, like... It's probably not in the same okay, realm well, of what you're saying. Okay, you an episode, yeah, okay. and I <laughs> so. dare you to watch it. It is hilarious. It, it, it definitely doesn't represent most Canadians, but it definitely represents our sense of humor, I would say so.
Well, I imagine all Canadians like super mm-hmm. happy and super Most. nice. A lot okay, of us, like, yes. Never <laughs> being Canadian. But that, that's that the other thing hilarious. that Anchor, uh, just another little thing about Anchor, is that uh, having to schedule all these calls, again, you're my fifth call today, I think I have a sixth one coming up after you, um, no rush at all whatsoever, but um, is time zones. I didn't even think about time zones before Anchor, uh, unless I was traveling, and now I travel digitally uh-huh. to um, between Dallas and Austin, I guess, right now. Uh, and, and jump in the car with you and get to <laughs> talk to you about anything and everything that we want to. But in order to do that, we have to, I, I got to make sure that I'm on your time zone. So, uh, and, and then there's uh, the crazy Asian Sherms. He's holding down the number two spot, another really good friend of mine. And I think he's in Wisconsin. And I think he's also... Uh, CST. So again, and then I'm talking to Lewis. I talked to Lewis earlier today. He's in England. I don't even know. I think they're five hours ahead. I don't even know. But like that, that's the thing is like, it's, it's transforming the way we, we think about communicating with people and, and are connecting with people and engaging with people. And I, this message is brought to you by the the lovely people at Anchor. Oh my goodness! So yeah. what, what's the what's the next phase? What's what what's on the horizon for Wonderland Boudoir, Corinne? Um, you said you have all those amazing pictures that you teased in your story on Instagram, which is also going to be linked in the title. I don't know why I'm pointing at my phone. Nobody can see me do. It. It's going to be in the title of this <laughs> segment of all the segments. I'm going to link to the Instagram. It is also in her um, bio on on Anchor. She is on Anchor, though she doesn't have any episodes up. So go to her Instagram right now. But the question still stands. What is next? Um, so, one thing. Too bad y'all aren't in Texas. Texas has the most beautiful um, sunset actually, in the whole wide Sobel world. Beach, um, I believe it's Sobel Beach tonight. in Canada has the number two sunset in the world. So... Um, but to answer your question, so I'm going to try to get into more video. Um, the one thing I tell people, no matter what you do, rather if you're in photography or something else, um, always take workshops, networking events and speaking to people. Um, I'm going to start getting into video. Steven Spielberg, I am not Ava DuVernay. I will never be, but I want to be able to, you know, get a little better in my craft, um, and, going into video just to do small things you know what I'm saying um and to bring a a different element to my client because people you know we're very visual creatures and so but video is just gaining more and more and more on top of podcasting so I want to be able to bring that kind of element and be able to um storytell with that too so um I'm planning on yeah, yeah. And just, you know, again, like we were talking about before, um, just being really genuine with um, who you are and, you know, what you want to do. So um, I have an idea of a story I want to do, you know, bringing into 2018. Um, so I need to put that together. And so this week yeah. I'm going to flesh out kind That's of That's actually one of my that. questions. I already know. Where do you get the ideas for these, like, amazing concepts for your pictures? 
Well, if I can be honest with you, um, so I know a lot of people, gosh, oh, you can I can be like honest, right? I don't have to, like, I don't know. You know, you can okay. do whatever you want, be you. Okay, so I'm, I know a lot of people feel as though, like, if they drink or they do drugs, that's where they get, you know, their inspiration from. That's how, you know, like a lot of artists say they need to do. I am completely opposite. Like, um, because you're in Texas and drinking is just a natural thing. No one thinks twice about it. Every meal you're drinking, it's, and if you're not <laughs> drinking, people think you're pregnant. Okay. It's just as it is. And then, so I gave up drinking because I was getting these headaches and I wasn't performing at work and you cannot perform at work. Right. But the thing that um, was hindering me the most is these drinks drinking was giving me a headache wow. and I wasn't able to create anything. Um, I could, it was hindering who I was and I didn't like, you know, where it was going and I would never consider myself an alcoholic um, because I was yeah, able yeah, to yeah. quit. And this is like over three years ago. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm I didn't. I'm just, I'm just oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. With you that it's, it's, you know, regardless of, of oh, when it okay. was, you know, three years ago is, is a long time. Just. Yeah. Yeah, and so in, in Texas, people still question me about it, right? And they're like, we need to start drinking again. So, but um, no, and so when I made that change about myself, um, I was able, it took a year, I'm like, I'm not going to lie, um, before I could start becoming more creative because I was able to like think and have that quietness That's in my head. You had to take care so, of your um, demons before you could a let lot your, of, yeah. you know, your beautiful art come out. That's amazing. Yeah, and people, I mean, you have to take care of yourself, So there's a guy you know? that's been I mean, on the Joe Rogan like, experience. Sorry, I keep cutting you, you off. You're, you're speaking so much stuff that, that that's activated my no, brain. Um, there's an amazing te- professor of psychology at the University of Toronto who I found out through Joe Rogan, and he talks about how if you want to change the world, the first thing you should do, you ready for this, everybody? Make your bed. Because if you, if you, if you can't make your bed... Like, why? How is anybody gonna? How are you gonna change the world if you can't make your bed? So, like, I don't make my bed, but like, I sleep on top of my bed that's already made. It's more more, more metaphorical. I take it as metaphorical because I definitely don't make my bed either, and yet I still (laughs) manage to get stuff done. So, it's more metaphorical about the self love. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. You do. I mean. And like, and I know you just started listening to the Breakfast oh Club, goodness. or okay, so I haven't officially. Three, you should. I think, I think three episodes of the Breakfast Club with Gary V. That I thought it was the right one, and then I watched the whole thing, sitting on the edge of my seat, waiting for him to say those words, anchor, and then never came. And then I would put on another one, and then never showed up. And then, oh my goodness, so I, yeah. So I've I've now been thoroughly introduced to the gang. Um, it sound it looks like a blast it really does um but my biggest problem right now and especially with anger oh, yeah. is not only am i getting drowned with amazing content and amazing people that i really want to hear their perspectives and ideas truthfully anchor has changed my mind on celebrities and listening to what they say so, as I said, I'm, and what's I'm a into huge the way? Joe Rogan supporter. I've listened to a thousand Joe Rogan podcasts over that. 
um, all the way from number one to a thousand and uh, seen the evolution and all that stuff. So I, and he has on everybody from comedians to politicians to, you know, everybody. And um, basically, I feel like the time of the celebrity is over because the barriers for the little guys and gals, as we've discussed, have never been lower. And so now, you know, Joe Schmo or Jill Smith down the street can, can, can get their voice out there if they've ever had a voice or wanted to have a voice. And so, so it's not to say that the people yeah. on the Breakfast Club or Joe Rogan or the guests that they have on or anything like that don't have value because I'm guaranteed they don't they don't get to be huge without giving value. But I I'm fascinated by what value the little guys are gonna give to the world now that they have the same ability as these big guys that have always had it. No, of course, of course, of course. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, but, you know, what I was referencing with the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne, um, one thing he said that has always stuck out to me was your first, last, and most important love that you'll wow. ever have is the one with yourself. So, um, yeah, so I, and I tell people this all the time, you do have to pick you first. And not in a sense of the way of being selfish, but your mental health is super important. Um, and you do have to not just mental health so, also, but um, your physical health. Going back and to I mean, my Gary B talked about that, how you know he, he for the longest time he wasn't healthy physically, and it eventually got to him, and then he realized that he he's he's not holding himself accountable physically or like fitness wise. So now he's he's hired personal trainers, and now he's accountable to Mike and Phil, and not just Gary V me. Yeah, and I think yes. you have to do what you know will work for you in order for you to reach your goal. So, um, you know, shout outs to him. But yeah, that's what I had to do for myself. And once I cleared my brain and allowed myself to relax too, um, I was able to come up with some some ideas. And again, this year, just being more experimental. And um, another thing is like networking and going to meetups and you know, meeting other people who want to create different types of art and, you know, finding a community where you're not as weird as what you thought you were. You know, there are other people out there who are like you. So it's helped me push my art forward and also, you know, creating relationships and friendships with people too. But, you know, like I was saying, I go to these workshops and I met a great friend named Jerry and, um, you know how, like, sometimes, well, for me, um, I will only take criticism from people I, I who are actually working within the same, yes, you know, piece yes, of yes. art. Yeah. And so, yeah, I I will ask my friends who aren't in photography, like, from their perspective, what works and what doesn't. But as far as from, like, a technical aspect, I'm going to speak to someone who's actually within that to see what I can do better. And um, Jerry has done nothing but help push me um to better places and i feel like hopefully i've done the same thing for him as far as like marketing and business regardless and things you've helped him in that too. way you so, know what um, I, i've realized is is you know you're helping him by him by being somebody that he can help do you know what i mean you're giving him you're giving him value oh, by yeah. telling him i value your opinion you're you're somebody of importance to me 
I want your opinion. And I think that's, that goes way further than a lot of people really realize. And, and honestly, I can't say it enough. I feel like I'm, I'm rejuvenated from anchor. You were talking about going to all these networking things and stuff and meeting these amazing people. I feel like I've literally been doing that yeah. since September 2nd here on anchor. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you have to do that. You have to, like, find a tribe of people is what essentially it comes down to. So, um, yeah, and so doing that and just, like, you know, just networking, um, just, I don't know, like, some of the girls I've met in Dallas who are into alternative modeling, because until recently, um, people wouldn't work with girls who had tattoos, right? I, I don't have any tattoos, but I love girls who have tattoos everywhere. I just, I don't know. I just, I think it's beautiful. I think it's sexy. I've always loved people with tattoos. Um, and so I just, that's my favorite thing to shoot. And I've come to find out girls with tattoos are typically nice. the nicest people. <laughs> so yeah, super laid back. Um, so yeah, so I just love to work with people who have been told, no, you can't do this because this side or the other, and then just making people I feel people a connection with, with you on many so. levels, but one, uh, uh, definitely one on the rebellious <laughs> side, being very avant-garde, being very, oh, I can't do something. Oh, I'm definitely gonna do it then, and, and just uh, you know, my actions will. Speak. Yeah, no, your actions yeah. will speak louder yeah. than any words that anyone will ever say to you. So. And they do. Your pictures show your pictures show that. One hundred. Your your love for these women and your art comes out in your pictures, and I think that's um, that's what drew me in. So uh, I I can only again recommend everybody go to Wonderland Boudoir in the title the Instagram. It's amazing. Dream location for shooting. Is it a castle? Is it like a field? Uh, um, Is it like a, a room, a specific type of room that you, you have set up a certain way? It would be one of two things, either yeah. Antarctica, because like, why not, right? Um, or like in Belize on a zip line and some kind of like tree house where you see nothing but like tropical trees and bushes and things of that nature because I'm a plant lady as well okay so I just I love just greenery and just the whole tropic thing too so I would just love that one of my favorite photos is by this photographer his name <laughs> is um I'm gonna say his name wrong I am so sorry I think it's, um, it's either Brandon Forbes or Brennan Forbes. Um, and he has this beautiful picture of this woman in this like wrapped black dress and it's very flowy and she's on this swing in the middle of probably the rainforest. And it's the most beautiful photo I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, I, I wish I had thought about that. Okay. And if I recreate something like that, I wow. wouldn't never feel bad about doing it. It's just wow, one of the that most is amazing. photos I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it, you got to send me that picture. You, yeah, uh, so if you, if I, you can, once you picture. stop driving, of course. Um, if if you if you can send me that yeah, picture, I would love it. to. Uh, uh, you know, you, you put it up on my Instagram. Do something to to get it noticed. I mean, I would love to look at it myself, obviously. But um, it's funny that you say that. As you were saying that, I apologize. I was drifting off because I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't send you this picture. 
Um, it is a photo, I believe it's from like the 40s or the 50s, something like that, by my great uncle. So it's like an amateur photographer, but it's of a uh, woman getting uh -huh. ready to go on stage for something. I can't remember what she's doing, like ba like ballet or like, uh, you know, the can-can. Can you do the, I don't know what those are called, the go-go girls or whatever, something like that. And it's one of my favorite pictures I've ever seen in my life because it says so much in the picture and like she's getting ready and you know there's the a mirror that she's looking into oh my god the picture is amazing and i'm definitely gonna send you uh a snap oh. of that uh once we get off the call you're welcome thank you oh, so definitely. I, I, thank I, you. I don't really have any gifts or anything i don't have a mug to give you for being on the, the podcast but uh i can definitely send you a picture so it's my pleasure Oh, no, thank you, thank you. You've made my well, drive I'm less boring, for let that. me tell you it, that. Is it flat drive? I guess it's Texas, so it's flat, right? Um, no, like, I think that's the, the misconception of people. Like, when you're, if you're going out to, like, West Texas, yeah, because there's not a lot out there, I know, because I've shot, like, um, something else <laughs> on my Instagram, if y'all want to get through it. Um, we do have, like, it's there so i went to the sand hills and that out there is straight boring because it's nothing but flatlands but um if anyone knows texas we have i-35 so like pretty much all the major cities are off this place so i've been like stuck in like stop and go traffic so it's like, just one major I highway have left through, Dallas. through texas that all um, the major cities are on Um, well, not all the major cities, but like Austin, San Antonio, uh, I'm sorry, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Those all some major cities. 35. And so, yeah. so the, the highways are super big and we can go 85 miles per hour. Right. But the problem is it's like, it's 35 is always under construction. Okay. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen it not under construction. And then you're hitting, um, what do you call it? This is holiday traffic, so that's what it is. I should have been in Austin by now, but I <laughs> we have a saying up here. Where in I'm at. It's um, either winter um, or construction season, but I guess it's just always construction season when it's not winter. So <laughs> where it's not winter. Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know what? I, you know what? More power to Canadians. I can never do the cold weather. It I'm enjoying my so cold today. No like, snow yet today, but. Yeah, I think it's in the forecast. I think it's in the forecast. Uh, you know what? More power to you. Like, even if it ices over in Texas, like, just the, just a freeze <laughs> will shut down the whole cities. Like, people come to work, and it's the greatest thing. Like, schools shut down, but I don't, I don't believe they make our tires and our cars the same way. Oh, yeah. So we have, but, this, but do y'all have black is, ice up there? We, we, we know we're going to get black ice, so... Even if it's not like uh, I saw the, uh, the some uh, salt trucks uh, just going around the streets. And so they salt all the streets before the snow even comes. So it really helps to prevent black ice. But I watch fail videos online. I've seen some terrible, terrible black ice videos. And it looks it looks scary. <laughs> I'm sure they're all from Texas. OK, all of them. Yeah, and so because we don't, we have had mild winters for the last like three years. Like I'm talking about 
between 50 to 70 degrees. So when it gets cold for that one week in February, everyone loses their mind, okay? Um, so they don't really invest in that stuff. Right. It's more well, like, I think that's okay, let's how just see how this goes. Like, even like, I don't know. I, I don't think they get snow in California really ever, but there's so many, there's so many countries and places in America that get snow so rarely that they don't have the infrastructure. They don't have the, the trucks or the people working. Like there's a, we got people, I had a buddy who was uh, plowing sidewalks. So they gave him a little like bobcat and he just like rode around on all the sidewalks all day for weeks. And that's just what he did. Yeah. He said it was the craziest job <laughs> he ever worked, crazy. but like he, he would literally be like surrounded by snow. He can't even get it out of his truck. If he wanted to, he'd have, he'd have to dig his way out and he's just got to go forward. <laughs> uh shout out to all my canadians out there get ready winter is coming <laughs> More power well, thank to you, you so much for being on the podcast i know we've had some trouble but it has honestly 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 been a pleasure getting to know you corinne at wonderland boudoir um and i know my listeners are gonna love this Too. I well, I am Canadian, that. right? You so we are no 50% idea. or Thank supposed you. to be fifty percent French. So I, I, I feel I can I feel the French accent come oh. out of me when I say boudoir. <laughs> well, in Corinne too, because most people like can't even pronounce that. I'm I've like, never seen it spelled like that before. Generally, I see it spelled C O R R I N E or R I N N E, something like that. Korean, but but yeah yeah it's um, wow yeah my parents were in germany um when they named yeah so um and they named me after a german actress one of my best friends was actually also born in germany yeah not a military i think he was oh interesting they were working for the his parents were working for the government i think but yeah that's crazy (laughs) anyways corinne thank you again i'm so happy i got to tag along on your road trip uh home and uh introduce you to the new wonderful the most social media ever anchor did you have a good time i had a blast thank you so much for considering me and having me on your show um and I'm sorry for everyone who's getting annoyed with, and I'm still behind this lumber <laughs> truck. I'm too scared to pass him up. Um, but yeah, it's this lumber truck guy. 18 no wheelers are no super joke. serious. So, so um, everybody go to Corinne's Instagram right now. Click the link in the title right now. And you can, you can, you can send her a DM and help me blow up her Instagram inbox because apparently I'm not doing a good enough job. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you so yeah, much. Whatever. This is going up tomorrow. <laughs> It'll probably be up. Uh, I guess it's going to go up around eleven o'clock your time. Well, th- happy Thanksgiving to everyone who's listening to this. I hope you're filled with turkey and delicious foods and amazing. And surrounded by that family that, that you may or may not enjoy, because you, you enjoy the time with your family, Corinne. <laughs> Definitely. Well, you have a great night. Thank you again for having me. Bye now. Wasn't Corinne at Wonderland Boudoir absolutely amazing? She She needs to start her own podcast, right? 
I'm not alone in that, right? She needs to start one ASAP. The world needs to hear more of you, Corinne, and I think my listeners will agree. I hope you appreciated the J. Cole and Nas that I threw in between all those segments. I tried my best to find some good stuff, and uh, and I think I did. So you let me know if you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed the, the conversation yesterday as, uh, as much as I did because it was fantastic. Guys, listeners, guys and gals out there, if you aren't following Corinne yet, you are sleeping, go to Instagram right now, follow her, or wait for my post on Instagram today, and I will include her tag in my post, and you can just follow her like that. As I've said, she's going to be putting out some amazing pictures next month, so you got to start supporting her and checking out these amazing pictures and amazing women that she is uh, lucky enough to be taking pictures of. So... She is not going to be the only guest on the show today. Last night, after this conversation, I was lucky enough to have another conversation with another amazing woman uh, that a lot of people on here already know, but I don't think I've personally had the chance to talk to her yet. So it was fantastic connecting with Purse B Mental Health, one of the first stations that really stood out to me on Anchor and really honestly showed me that this could be an amazing platform, an amazing medium to discuss mental health and stuff. But as you will hear, that is definitely not what we talk about. It is, we kind of talk about it, but in a roundabout way, she's kind of having a, she was kind of having a downtime. So I made a mission, the Nick Diaz of Knott's mission to pump her up and get her smiling and laughing. So Stay tuned for my conversation with Purse B Mental Health right after this next song, which I I just found out that there is a guy on Anchor who is an aspiring musician who has music on iTunes. Well, geez, you have music on iTunes or uh, Apple Music? I play Apple Music music on my station. Anchor Music Station. You can't see it, but I'm joining my fingers together. It seems like a match made in heaven. This next song is by a guy named Turbo. You gotta go check him out. Favorite him on this app, Anchor, right now. I'm gonna try to find him on Instagram and maybe I'll include him in today's post as well. But stay tuned for the amazing Perspy Mental Health. Woo! On the Nick Diaz of Knots podcast. Hello. Perspy Mental Health. How you doing? I am, well, you actually caught me in the middle of an identity crisis, so not that great, but I'm getting there. Well, maybe I can help you out. (laughs) Maybe. Do you have a PhD in psychiatry? Do you need one to help you out? Uh, At the moment. Are you sure? (laughs) I'm quite sure. (laughs) Okay. Well, at the very least, I hope I can make you laugh a little bit and maybe put a smile on your face and give you a little hope for the future. That that might just be enough, man. You know what? Sometimes it, it doesn't... Uh, somebody with all the letters behind their names isn't who you need to hear from. It is somebody who is on your level, somebody that you can relate to, who, you know, I don't have any letters behind my name. I don't know if you have any letters behind your name. I do not, man. So I I think that sometimes talking to somebody that doesn't, speak that language is the, is the best person to talk to. So who knows? Maybe this is going to be way more therapeutic than you think. 
It um, seems like everything I hop on gets real deep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wanted this to be chill. Well. <laughs> we can totally keep it chill. Uh, you've definitely done something to to do that, though, by naming your station Purse B Mental Health. It kind of um, it kind of uh, is all inclusive in that name, and so I think a lot of people must just assume that it's the only thing you want to talk about. It's the only thing you're about. Much like a lot of people must see, you know, the controller in my name and think. And I've literally had people message me being like, "Oh, so what do you talk about? Just like video games and stuff?" And it's like, no, I talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Like, how can I even describe what I talk about? How can I even guess what we are going to talk about here? Exactly. I just got off. I think this is my sixth call that I've done today with, oh, wow. with people on Anchor. And it has been phenomenal. Well, I mean, I'm glad it's working through. Are you it, just, like, catching up with everyone? Catching up, but not not only that, but, like, introducing new people to the platform and and the idea of calling and <laughs> talking on this level and, and with this ease, just like we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I found it myself to be therapeutic, you know, just in, in the ability to connect with other human beings, just like that on a level that you can't get on Facebook. You can't get this on Instagram really. So um, I'm just so thankful for everybody that has taken the time to talk to me today, which also includes one of my first favorited stations, or at least one of the first stations that I really, that took notice of, which is Purse B Mental Health. Oh, thank you. Um, it, it Honestly, it was the name that got me, and, and you know, I was, I was interested in what you had to say about that, but quickly I learned what we were already talking about just in the beginning, that you are actually a real person, not just a mental health talking spewing machine so uh I, I it's been awesome kind of getting to know you through your stations the unfortunately little bit that i am listening to i apologize for that but that's one of the reasons why i definitely wanted to hop on a call even if it's just for a couple of minutes just to say what's up and get to know you a little bit well here's the thing about me and my station because i've already had someone else call in today and like apologize for not having favorited me before and listen I am a first year university student rife with exams and like essays you know so if anyone I understand how precious free time is um, <laughs> and I'm definitely not going to fault you for not listening to my stuff or for unfavoriting my station like you can support someone without always listening to what they have to put out all the time there are days when I'm not on anchor because I just have so much work to do. So I'm definitely not the person who's going to hold it against you for not being on that listener list or for deciding that you can't favorite me anymore. Like, trust me. <laughs> you, uh, you, you said something awesome there that sparked something from another conversation I had today. And that's sparking another thing from another conversation, just about the acceleration of thought and emotion and stuff through anchor. And the idea that even if, you know, even if this conversation goes to shit and, you know, we end up hating each other, which <laughs> is definitely going to happen, no question. Um, but this conversation is going to last, I mean, assuming Anchor stays around or assuming, you know, technology stays around. Yeah. Who knows who could listen to this like five years in the future? And, you know, we're not even necessarily talking about anything, but at the same time, aren't we? You know, and so, it, but all I'm trying to say is it could, could, who knows who this is going to connect with? 
neither you nor I can predict that. So um, it's just really important, I think, more than ever, because the barriers with Anchor have made, are, the barriers are lower than ever to, to do this type of connection. So it's more important than ever to, to make the time to do connections like this. Ha ha! <laughs> no, I completely agree. It's why I do what I do and why, you know, I, I take the time, even if I'm like, crap, I don't want to make an episode because I know that once that episode's out there, even if I'm not on anchor for a week or I'm gone for a couple of weeks or whatever, not that I could see that happening. <laughs> if the episode's there um, and someone needs help and, you know, what I have to say might help them through it. I, it's nice to not have to be logged on all the time and creating content all the time and knowing that your words will be there for whoever's looking, even if you're not necessarily logged on, if that makes sense. And it 100%, makes it worth it. You know? 100%. I was telling somebody earlier, um, I don't know if you know her, She's she doesn't really post, so I doubt you would know her, but uh, her, her launch date is Monday, so it's the Gypsy Clipper. And she... Are we back? We are back. Yeah, the same thing happened during my interview with um, Christian Rivera. I keep forgetting to tell people this, but when I'm in my dorm, the Wi-Fi is terrible because there's so many people who live in this building. Sometimes it cuts out. Dorms um, are brutal for internet in general. It's, it's, not, it's not a fun time. Um, <laughs> and sometimes, like, even if I turn off the Wi-Fi and go back on my data, I have enough data that, like, it supports me, but something weird with Anchor happens that it, like, doesn't let me do this on my data. It's, the point is, um, calls <laughs> drop sometimes, and, like, I don't know why. It just, like, I'm not in a good spot to be doing stuff like this, but I also don't have anywhere else to live, so I kind of just need to suck it up, you know? I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Sometimes you got to go with what you got and uh, and make the best out of it. And it sounds like you're, well, you're trying to do your best, uh, and, and I'm here to pump you up to get you uh, smiling again. That's that's my goal for today, Purse. All right. Well, I'll let you know at the end. And if the call <laughs> drops again, feel free to call me back. It's not because I'm, like, exiting the recording. It's because I wasn't sure if somebody came into your room and you had to go or something. I always like to double check before I call back. So I will make sure oh, no, to no. call you right back. Okay. Um, but uh, I was just wondering, so it sounds like you are starting to connect with a lot of people on Anchor now, eh? I am. That's a fantastic. Lot... Yeah, a lot more people, like, when I was first on, I connected with a lot of people in a mental health sense. And like, I think because I was kind of the only person doing what I'm doing, I got a lot of call-ins that were like, I'm struggling, please help me. <laughs> or people would say like, this account is struggling, you should go check on them. And I'm like, listen, wow. I'm not a doctor, like that, that's not what I do. But now I'm getting more connections that are like, let's collab and like do things together. It's like more networking and less yeah. so. I'm in crisis, like, right. Yeah. Well, I think I can relate to that. Like I was, I don't know if I just said it before the recording cut off, but I think a lot of people and I have gotten call-ins and stuff being like, so, so what do you talk about? Like video games and stuff. And, and of course we talk about so much more than that on our stations now, but of course we, Oh, when we started our stations, we thought, you know, Oh, I'm going to, I know about mental health. I'm going through that stuff. I'm going to talk about that. I know about video games. I know about, UFC, I'm going to talk about that. And it's so fascinating. That's one of the things I love tuning into your station every now and then when I get the chance to see where you are in your evolution of figuring out what the hell you're even doing with this weird app called Anchor. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's not some. It's not only what am I trying to do with Anchor, but it's like what am I trying to do with the brand in general? You know what I mean? Like, well, all I mean is like yeah. what you as a person are doing to now that we have this crazy technology in our pockets. What yeah. you're doing to to it, you know, benefit you in your own life, not necessarily what the content you're putting out necessarily, but like just the way you're, you're able to now interact with people. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I because, think, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say an, another difficult level for me when it comes to interacting with people too, is um, it's not like I'm recording these in retrospect of like mental <laughs> health. And I'm like, I've had like bipolar for, five years and I'm going to talk about five years worth of my journey. Like literally I'm like in it as I'm making an episode. So there's a lot of like diagnosis updates where I'm like, guys, like literally just like three days ago, I, I got like a PTSD quasi diagnosis and I was like, well, I don't know what to do with this. Um, so what's doubly interesting is like talking to people and they're like, I can relate because I have BPD too. And then I come back on the next day and I'm like, so I might not have BPD and I'm fraud, you know? Right. Yeah. And BPD is such a difficult thing to, to diagnose in in itself. I mean, it's, it's practically, practically unknown to the general public, let alone, you know, even some doctors don't even necessarily recognize it. Um, a lot do but like the stigma there's a huge stigma within the mental health community for it so like they recognize it but then they see you as just like a difficult person not necessarily having right right not not that it's like who you are yeah or or like what you're suffering from yeah exactly so i Uh, just have the added layer of being like coming on and saying like my whole mental health has changed guys you know, like I've been lying to you and myself the whole time. Oh, that's even first. Like don't don't ever think that life changes. You know, you go to see one doctor, he's going to probably he or she, sorry, is going to tell you one thing. You go to somebody else, they might tell you something completely different. And not that either one's right or wrong, but I, th- I think the, the way I look at my life is like a puzzle and I no one's necessarily right or wrong. They're just offering information to me, and it's up to me to decide if it fits in my puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I get pieces. Like that's one of the beautiful things about Anchor. I'm I'm finding so many pieces that I didn't even know were like. And that's the thing is like until you see them, sometimes you don't even know that you're like, oh yeah, that is how I feel, or something like that, or like uh, just a way of thinking about you know uh, specifically, I guess, mental health, but. Um, really anything you never th- thought of it in a perspective before. And that could be the difference between you, you know, going after something or getting over something and not. Yes. So I really agree. <laughs> so uh, who are some of the people that you've been connecting with on here? Um, well, Dwan and only I'm always. To- uh, I was going to come back. The first thing I was going to do when we came back to make you laugh is, do 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 yeah it's it's crazy. stuck in my freaking head i'm gonna I, I i'm mean, singing it at gas stations he's probably gonna hear this because i'm gonna echo this but i'm gonna tell <laughs> him when we get off i'm gonna be like listen you need to listen to what i echoed because you got a <laughs> shout out no i um i connect with him but like he and i have been homies since like i first came on the app um, oh really yeah there's you, which is self-explanatory because, like, we're here now. Um, <laughs> Momac, 
Mo from Momac Attack. Oh, and yeah. Then, yeah, I've seen him around. Mm-hmm. And I was on Stirring the Pot, which is a channel that is Dewan and Momac together. Um, oh, or wow. station, not a channel. Mm-hmm. And they basically just, like, stir the pot. They just talk about stuff, but they're not censored. Um, Very cool. Very cool. Dewan, okay. Dewan's on my list to, of stations to get into. Uh, I heard him talking some real truth the other day, and I'm like, uh, I think the anchor news clipper picked him up, and uh, I'm like, yeah, man, damn, I need, and it was the Duan. I went to his station. That's the first thing I heard, and I'm like, damn, this guy's putting out some good stuff. So, Duan, I'm I'm coming for you, bud. Coming for you. <laughs> no, he's one of my faves. Um, he's one of the people that on my commutes, like when I walk, because it's cold now, um, and I don't want to have to skip through things or like curate my station because my hands freeze up. So mm-hmm. he's one of those people that like I can put on. And for my whole 10 to 20 minute walk, I know that I'm not going to need to skip anything, um, which is really nice. That is beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. I'm also the, connecting. Oops, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say one of the most beautiful Collins or, or comments that I've ever, I think it was a Colin. Somebody mm-hmm. said, you know, hey, Nick Diaz, I'm not. I'm walking around campus listening to you all day or something. And that's, it was like a month or a month and a half ago or something. I'm like, holy crap. People are like taking taking this podcast into their lives and like yeah. it to like school campuses and stuff. That's nuts. No, I, um, I messaged, I called into Dewan and told him about the same thing because I've had instances, um, which is even, I don't want to say even better, but like, it's just even cooler to me where I've had people like on Twitter and Instagram who don't use anchor. Um, and they found me actually through like traditional, like iTunes podcasts or like iTunes. That's and awesome. Yeah, and, like, they don't even know what Anchor is. They're just listening to my podcast, and they're like, yeah, you know, I can really connect to what you're saying and, like, your journey and, like, everything. And I'm like, holy crap, you know? Like, it, it's I feel powerful. like I'm helping people. It, exactly. And, and this is what I'm saying. Build it, and they will come. But if mm-hmm. you don't build it, there will be no beacon out there for anybody to come to. That's and, very true. And, if you ha- and Anchor is the place for little guys and gals. Shout out to Corinne. I just had an amazing, huge, long conversation with a um, boudoir photographer from Texas, and it was an incredible conversation. But uh, in it, I kind of said, like, she she downloaded Anchor specifically to talk to me, which I'm humbled by. But um, we were talking about – She's awesome, by the way. You're going to love listening to her if you get the the chance. She's all about empowering women and loving (laughs) yourself, and it is powerful the way she speaks about it. But Anchor is the place for little guys and gals who, you know, have a voice, who want to have a voice, and especially, more importantly, maybe want to connect with other people in a way that's never been able to to be done before. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Um... So Duan oversaturated. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm, I was just. I thought you were uh, uh, slowing down for a second. So I was just kind of keep trying to keep it going. But you're you're pro here, purse. What am I talking about? <laughs> well, no, I was just gonna say like YouTube's oversaturated. It's kind of hard to break into Instagram, Twitter. What's a good thing about Anchor is um that it's new and it's easy to break into. Going back to the people I connect with, yeah, um, I do want to give them shed light on. Yeah. Them. Um, Kevin Touch is real cool, but I don't need to plug him because he's number one on the leader. I've already so. plugged him way too much today well, and exactly. already on the podcast tomorrow. So, <laughs> um, Victoria Bacon is great. She's like my anchor aunt. She always gives me so much advice. Really? Um, I, I, I don't think I'm familiar. Uh, what's her name again? Sorry. Victoria Bacon. Victoria Bacon. Shout out, Victoria. She's great. 
Um, and then Christian Rivera and also Molly from Darling Rage Nation, although oh, Molly yeah. hasn't been on that much. Yeah. Um, Christian's great. Just did a uh, long interview with him, and I have some follow-up questions as well, so I'm excited to do that. <laughs> um, Amy Davis from Small Town Hustle. Yes, Small Town great. Hustle. I've listened to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, um, she's not on as much as she, she was before. She's doing some stuff with her life, but um, when she's on, I always appreciate listening to her. Sentient Future is real cool. I've connected uh, with Sentient Future as well. Sentient is an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. And he has just like such a pure kind of genuine goal, you know, to help other people out. And I'm like, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, yeah. you know, I like to support you. Yeah. And I think I'm trying to like, I, it's, it kind of sucks the way this feature works because there have been so many times when people ask me questions and I want to go into the app to make sure I'm not missing anyone. I know. I, I yeah, know. like I can't peruse the app while I'm on here. I know it's brutal. I try to give shout outs to people and and I, I'm fail I fail miserably a lot of the time. But uh, I'm like no, I hear you. I'm trying not to forget anyone. I'm like, who am I forgetting? Now, can I ask you a question? Because you know, yeah. I'm here, as I said, to pump you up. Uh, All right. <laughs> you know, I'm also here to connect with you as well. I, I'm so happy that, that we get to talk to, um like this. It's been too long and we should have done this a long time ago, but uh have you been able to connect with Purse, uh, not Purse, B, I'm looking at your name right now, uh, Positive Vibes? Uh, Positive Vibes has called into my station, um, and I've connected with him, and I've listened to some of my, his stuff, and he seems like a real cool dude. He, I, real I had him on the show this week, and, and or this week, last, last week, but I think I'm, I'm going to have him on either tomorrow or the next day. I would highly recommend even a 10-minute conversation with him. He will he will lift your spirits, guaranteed. That guy, that guy's like Kevin Touch. He just and and so many other people on here, um, mm -hmm. you crazy Asian as well. Actually, those three are the number three, one, two, and three on the top twenty right now. So honestly, um, when it comes to the anchor money, I mean, I can't even be a part of the competition because it's only for people who are in the U.S. Unfortunately, um, are you uh, are you a Canadian sister? I'm in Canada, yes. Yes, yes, you, me, positive vibes. Sentient um, future. Sentient future, lucky gang, Canadians, woo! <laughs> yeah. But it's, so it's I know sad. we're not even we're not even eligible, and 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 uh, well, pe some people know uh, my feelings towards the rankings, but um, I don't want to get down on that right now. But um, I, I mean. I, there's no contest against Kevin Touch anyway. Like, even I know. if I was and, eligible. And it's, it's crazy. I'm so happy. Like, obviously, uh, as we're saying here, it's obvious that Kevin Touch was going to be number one. As the news, news clipper said, it just proved what we, all, what we all already knew. Yeah. But I'm so, so happy to see my boy, Sherms, the crazy Asian, holding down the number two spot solidly. Yeah, it's really much... Um, I see positive vibes in number three, though. I think I've seen him switch out. Yes. A, like slightly. Like a, yes. Yeah. That progress, I, da daily progress show. Yes. Um, switches out with him every now and then. But but Kevin uh, and Crazy Asian are like stuck in their spots. Like unless something like happens, <laughs> God forbid, and like, you know, the, they just can't be on the app for a while um, during this period. If they just keep doing what they're doing, I honestly don't think they're going to move anytime soon or at least until anchor physically like changes the algorithm which i hope they don't do because 
algorithm. I don't think it's a true representation of, you know, the app, but that's just Agreed. my opinion. Agreed. If anything, if they're going to tweak the algorithm, I hope they tweak it so that um, international users can now get back on the leaderboards because I think international users like literally just can't get on the leaderboard because they're not eligible for this competition. Now, that's the problem, though, is Positive Vibes is Canadian. Oh, so you can get on the leaderboard. Apparently. And now, now, that is a good theory because since this week, I mean, on Sunday, I was number eight and number seven. And it was a dream come true for me when Joe Rogan came on the app and I snapped a picture of me side by side on the leaderboard with him. But then I mm-hmm. woke up on Monday and I had been stuck at top 5,000 unchanging. Oh, since so you Monday. got picked off. So uh, I've been a bad boy on here. That's part of why I think uh, I'm in the top 5,000. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get that resolved. So we'll... Uh, I'm not trying to get down and not trying to publicize that too much until I get some resolution, but, uh, yeah. 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 Well, I'm trying <laughs> to figure that out because I'm in the top one. And here's the thing. I don't really give a shit about the leaderboard. Right. Um, it's just, I, I just like figuring out what the hell, um, Oh, do you swear on your station? Fuck yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, I'm just trying to figure out like what the hell anchors is doing. Like, I just think it's interesting. No, so me like, too, I've been too. trying to, Yeah. So it's not that, like, I necessarily want to be number one. I just want to know, like, am I going to be top 100 forever? Like, am I completely barred from the leaderboard? Can I still get on the leaderboard? But they would, like, say I was number two. Obviously, I'm not going to become number two. But if, <laughs> same, same thing with, like, Crazy Asian. Like, are they just going to skip past him and then technically take, like, number three and four because they can't give him the competition money? Or, like, maybe his phone is showing up as in the U.S., like, on their servers? Like, because that's a big that's a big problem if they decide not to change the algorithm going forward, but they keep it in a way that like if it does block out international users, like they keep it like that, and then international users can like never get on the leaderboard. So I just want to know like, is Anchor like fucking up and they want to <laughs> keep going in that direction? Like is it, I don't know. It's uh, just, you're like, talking to one of the kings of conspiracies right here, <laughs> just to let you know and and some listeners who might not know, um, and. And there's no doubt that Anchor is being way too cryptic and and untransparent in the way that the leaderboard and everything works. Like until mm-hmm. they came out with this contest, we I don't think it was confirmed how the leaderboard in fact did work. I don't even think it's still confirmed though. Well, I mean, like, it's confirmed it's, as far yes. as what they told us. Because they say now it's for listeners but instead even of engagement, they... right? But even if, like, they say we're going to kind of leave it the way that it is now, but I guess they'll tweak it so that everyone has a chance to come on the leaderboard. Like, who knows what else they'll tweak. Well, I don't want I don't want to get down on this because, uh, you know, I, I feel like I might have more insights than than a user who hasn't necessarily tested the bounds of this uh, groundbreaking, amazing, unbelievable technology that everybody should have on their phones. <laughs> um, yes. But uh, there is no question that there is some uh, big brother tomfoolery happening on on the back end of this app that's affecting r- rankings. No not question, lie. no doubt about it, and I have proof. But I'm not going to talk about that yet because I want some resolution. So I do hope, though, that the app does get bigger. Like I hope that it blows up to like a Twitter size because. I think that will help all users, just saying, um, because if there's like hundreds of millions or even hundreds of thousands of users on the app, it can't have so much like human oversight. They'll need to automate a lot more things. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Um, so I think it, I think just to like end on a note, I think growth would be good for everyone. You know, the number one thing I want to see, and it's so simple in my head. It's so simple. Anchor, if you ever hear this, if you are truly big brothering and saying this right now and just <laughs> listening to every conversation, please, please do what I'm saying right now. I'm trained in marketing. I have a design, an eye for design. I can't draw for crap, but I can tell you some things to increase, to make this app better. And the number one easiest thing to do is give me the option of seeing more than just the top 20 leaderboard. Oh, that would be nice. The top 50. Give me whatever. I'm in the top 5,000. I want to see the top 5,000, please. You know that what would I mean? be nice. How, how nice would that be if you, there's just like a filter at the top, just like there is on like, hell, porn websites have drop down <laughs> filters. Come on now, people. Like, oh. anchor, get it together. You want to know something that's, um, that's kind of interesting? Absolutely. Okay. Today I wake up and I have my social media notifications turned off. So like when the whole time you were DMing <laughs> me on Instagram, like I didn't get any notifications. I oh, I was wondering about that. Okay. Okay. No, like I literally, because once I downloaded anchor and like, I got like, I have two Instagrams now, my personal Instagram and like the purse B one. Same of thing. Course. Twitter, yeah, me too. Yeah. And it was just like, because of like people say they get anxious by social media, just like already, but the amount of fucking notifications I was getting, I couldn't do it. So I turned off all the only notifications I get are calls and texts. So when people like reach out to me, even on anchor and like comment on my shit and call into my station, I only find out when I open the app because I can't deal with the notifications anymore. They stress me out anyway. So um, for me, so, so it's funny that you bring that up because for me, I'm, I'm, I'm actually the complete opposite. I've just had to turn off one notification in one of the Instagram conversations that I'm a part of. I don't know if you're in there, the little guys rule group. What up all the you little guys out there? <laughs> <laughs> but it's such an active group that like it literally blew up my phone. So um, it's the only one I've turned off. But one of the, my, my joys in life right now, truly is waking up in the morning and I don't sleep with my phone. My phone is not in my bedroom. So I come out to the living room, I pick up my phone and I get to scroll through favorites and follows and call-ins and stuff. And it is actually very rewarding. I, I feel humbled every morning by the amount of, you know, support that I'm getting for this podcast and, and everything I'm trying to do. Oh, see, like, that was me the first couple of days. I was like, yeah, I'm popular. You know, <laughs> everyone's like, um, but I do sleep with my phone in my room. My room, my mm. phone is my alarm clock. It's my personal assistant. I'm in my first year of university in my dorm. So my mom calls me a lot. And if right. I don't have my phone near me and I don't answer her, she starts to like freak out. Makes sense. Um, so I like after like the third or fourth day, I was like, I can't do it, man, because every single second my phone was lighting up and I was like, I need to like finish reading my book. Like, you know, I can't do it. Or just sleep. Exactly. Yeah. Like sometimes even with some of my chats, my phone's buzzing on the other side of my room and I'm like, I can't go to sleep. Like I, I'm always on do not disturb. But so I wake up this morning and I, I don't get notifications for this. It's just when I go into anchor, I see the little blue dot in the notification mm -hmm. center mm -hmm. and Oh, we're talking about things that Anchor needs to fix. Anchor needs to fix its notification system because oh, yeah. it's really broken. But Oh, it's so broken. There's so much that's broken with this app. I'm surprised Facts. this call hasn't dropped yet. So. <laughs> Facts. But um, I, I see that I forget the exact name of their station, and I don't want to, like, blast them too much just in case they don't. Like, they don't yeah, yeah, a but station out there. A station, but the theme of the station is basically, like, this –
a, a sex a cam person, you know, when you go into those, she like, chat rooms. She or he like is, a, is, a, is a sex cam personality? Like, it's like, okay, you know, do you know the website? Like, I think it's called Chatterbait, which is basically, like, you go on and they're, like, personal cam people, and then you, like, you can buy, like, fake coins or whatever with real money, and then you, like, pay them in the fucking coins, and there's a chat room, and the more you pay to do things or I, I I mean I get the concept I've heard the idea I mean I've seen the the um what is it uh law and order SVU episode you know I, I get the idea of what what's going on out there so this individual does that okay um and but I actually thought it was so fucking cool and so fucking great for the app because if you look at pretty much any like huge social media aside from like YouTube, maybe, um, Instagram, Facebook, and possibly Pinterest, because I don't look at porn on Pinterest, so I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, like, if you look at Tumblr, Twitter, Snapchat, like, all these big things, like, Kick, WhatsApp, they all have a strong, or at least they all started out with a really strong sex worker slash porn community. Right. Um like no lie because a lot of people like sex sells and a lot of people especially live in countries that might have really rigid sex laws or they don't want for example their facebook connected with like big titties 1000 you know what i mean <laughs> so they go to like these obscure social medias um either to exchange like money for services rendered or whatever you know either to hide from their families or to hide from the government or whatever it is um and for a lot of these apps it's the sex worker slash porn in the beginning, you know? Um, well, a lot of people I don't realize, but the, the, the porn, online porn is responsible for how modern day internet is. Like YouTube day, got yes. a lot of its ideas from, from porn sites. And, and generally speaking, when the internet first came out, the first people that knew that it was going to be a revolution for them was the porn industry. And I actually think there's a documentary television series about about this whole thing and and the and a lot of people don't know this but the guy that runs Pornhub actually bought literally all the porn sites and it's a monopoly now so no it is a monopoly yeah it's a, it's a, it's the story of how that monopoly happened apparently and i can't remember the name of it but i remember hearing about that and being fascinated just go to google unless you're under 18 or 21 depending on your state <laughs> Look up Pornhub documentary and you'll find it. But um, be careful when you do that, though. Be careful, and if you're underage, I didn't tell you to do that. FBI, I, I, I <laughs> wash my hands of this. You know, we're um, Canadian. It should be hopefully a little better. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, like literally, like that's even when I said like maybe with the exception of Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, like YouTube got the idea. Like YouTube probably never hosted porn, but you know they got that idea. Even if you look at VR now, which could be possibly like the new internet, um, the main people using VR are cam girls and porn companies because like for every new technology, especially if it's expensive and it's like hard to use, porn industry like jumps on that because they know people's gonna pay, people are gonna pay for it, you know, like sex really sells. So- And they so, always want the newest, coolest way yeah. to experience it. Yep. So the moment like I saw this individual and they favorited me and I listened to their stuff. At first I read their description and I was like, 
are you serious? Not in like a negative way, but I'm just no, like, but in an awesome way. It's so yeah. funny. I got to jump in here because when you first brought this up, I thought you were going to start talking about a troll or somebody doing terrible things on anchor. Oh no, no, and no! Instead, it's the complete opposite. It's a little actual. Per- it's like an actual person. But the reason why, like, I learned about this whole like porn phenomenon, pretty much empowering all these platforms, was when um, they actually started to restrict the search function so that it's significantly harder to find like the porn side of Tumblr and oh, really mm-hmm. because yeah. Yahoo bought the company uh, um, and Yahoo was like, we need to cut this shit out. But the uh, porn side sense. of Tumblr like protested, they like rioted because they are the ones that bolstered pretty much the website in its infancy. Um, and of course you could have multiple blogs. So like everyone's main blog in the early days was like a porn blog, but then they'd have side blogs for like fandoms and more people would come with fandoms. Like it was like, like the porn industry basically builds everything up. So I learned that. Getting angry, you know? Um, yeah. And then I learned how, how influential such a taboo industry really is. Um, so the moment that I saw her on here, I was like, holy crap, we must because first it's um, pornographers and adult sex workers and cam girls or whatever. And it seems like everyone starts to follow when it comes to like startups and apps and whatnot. Like I could, I would probably even go as far to argue that unless you're Mark Zuckerberg, like if you don't have sex on your app in the early days, you probably won't get anywhere. Um, it, that, that's, probably, that's probably a fair statement to say. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, um, she favorited me and I was like, there's hope. <laughs> like, literally, there is like, hope, Purse. And I'm so happy even, and that's the thing is, and that's what I try to tell people out there. And, and clearly you, 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 you've heard this before because you, you're, you're broadcasting on your station, but somebody needs you to broadcast. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not necessarily just you, Purse but everybody out there, somebody needs your voice, whether you think they do or not. Yes. Yes. Everyone has a story is, to tell. Uh, I actually have to run. I completely apologize. Uh, I fun. ran a little late with my last call, and uh, but I've had a fantastic time talking with you, Purse. Awesome. All right. We should do this again sometime. I was going to say, we definitely have to do this again, and and – Please make it a point to connect with our Canadian brother, uh, Positive Vibes. I, if, if I can't cheer you up, he can definitely cheer you up. All right. I'll check him out. I'll see he, if he's awesome. positivity he's awesome. can rub off on me. I'm sorry. I didn't catch that last part. Oh, I'll see if his positivity can rub off on me, man. No doubt. No doubt. That's where I'm getting a lot of the fire right now as well from, uh, of course, our boy, Kevin Touch. So. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Purse B, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much, Purse B, for uh, joining me on the call last night. I'm glad that we got to talk, and I hope it was a mission accomplished for me that I made you smile and maybe brightened your night and day a little bit and hopefully gave you a little hope for the future. And if I couldn't do it, as said... Before, positive vibes can definitely do it. And maybe we got to set up a three-way call later for uh, for the three of us to connect. So thanks again to Corinne 
for the amazing road trip conversation. Sorry about all the ins and outs and stuff, but I, I think it's important to show the process that it can sometimes take to get somebody on. So one of the reasons I'm, I was so excited and I built up the interview or the talk, whatever you want to call it, with Corinne is because she is living proof that you guys out there listening to this right now can just go find somebody that you want to talk to on Instagram. You know, if you looked at her Instagram, you'd think that she is like, how could she ever have time to talk to me on my podcast about whatever? But people can find the time. She did it while she was driving stuck in traffic. People have time that they would otherwise spend doing something else. But you know what? You know what's a lot more fun than doing just listening to music and sitting in traffic? Being on a podcast, talking about your passions. So go out there. If you want to you know, have some suggestions, if you want to talk shop, anchor shop, or, or uh, looking for some more motivation, go to my Instagram, follow me, send me a DM. I will DM you back. But also, check out all the posts I'm doing because this is how you're going to take your station to the next level. You're not going to take your station to the next level by being stagnant, by doing literally the same thing you've done from day one. Uh, As Gypsy Clipper said yesterday on the call, she went back to episode one of so many people's podcasts because she loves seeing the evolution of the podcast, the thinking, the, the... And I think that's a lesson that we should all take, that you should just love the process regardless of how messy, how rough, how crazy it can be. So sorry, Corinne, for all the problems we are having, especially because you are on the road, which is highly illegal in Canada. You cannot be distracted driving in Canada on your phone. Uh, You will get pulled over and or fined and or demerit points. So, you know, that's definitely that and the lack of helmets and seatbelts in America. That is always what strikes me uh, about uh, drivers that I see when I go uh, traveling in the States. But... Hashtag America, hashtag freedom, I guess. Right, guys? Uh, Not to try to get political at all. I love uh, all the countries, all the different freedoms that we all get to enjoy, just like here on Anchor, all the different stations. That's what makes this world amazing. If you don't like the, um, the station, if you don't like my voice, if you don't like what I'm talking about, don't listen to me. Go to the next station. Why don't you go check out my main man, Kevin Touch, or my other main man, Sherms the Crazy Asian, or my other main man, Positive Vibes, my Canadian brother, eh, from uh, from Markham. you got to go check him out. They're holding down the top five, as well as so many other amazing people in the top 20. This app is on fire right now, people. you got to get involved. you got to get interested. Um, I guess you don't have to get interested, but if you're interested, you got to get involved because now is the time to do it. I can feel it. Before Christmas, there will be another wave of amazing people coming to this app. And if you start today, if in two weeks this wave of people comes, guess what? You have been broadcasting on Anchor for two weeks, which makes you a bit of an expert compared to somebody that just downloaded it that day. That's the Nick Diaz of Knots hashtag welcome squad advice. Go to the recents tab and welcome the new people who have no idea why they downloaded this app or what the hell to do and connect with them, engage with them. That is what this is all about. Shout out to the Anchor fam out there. 
You guys are amazing and you are inspiring me every day to take this show to the next level as I see you guys are all taking your shows to the next level. Woo! You know, this is going to be it for the show today, but I am going to try to connect and go on some calls with some people now and today, and so I'm not done with Anchor today, just done with my show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much to the guests. I really hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned something new. At least go follow them on Instagram. Nick Diaz of Knots, don't be scared. Keep it locked. Couple awesome songs coming up.